Well, thank you, Samantha, for taking some time out of your day today. How are you? How's things? Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, really. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, yeah, super exciting, super nervous. As I said to you just before we started recording, we just had a bit of an unofficial party last night. I got to meet some people I've been apparently working with for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Who did you get to meet? Were there actors? Were there devs? Who, who are we talking about here? Yes, there was a lot of, um, well, two of Halson and Gail have never met, right? And they've been doing this for like four years. They've never met. They've never crossed paths in the studio. So that was interesting. We had one director had never met um, Jahira before. Uh, there were some Tavs, I think, that I haven't met. Um, there was mocap <laughs> engineers, sound engineers, who I have met. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just a lot of people from Pit Stop in London who've been recording all this stuff. When was your last session? <laughs> uh, June. Yeah, right. <laughs> and is that is that pickup stuff or is that is that um <laughs> is that pickup stuff or is that heavy dialogue stuff or what are we talking here? Um, by the end, I mean, you know, you got to think once we've done it, the poor animators got to get onto it as well. <laughs> so uh, at one point, we just abandoned mocap and it was in party yeah. banter sort of stuff but I think it's worth saying that my as far as I'm aware my character was the last to be written so I did like the speed run version of what everyone else has been doing for like three or four years so Karlak was was the last one written out of all the companions all the everyone that's what I was told wow now I know there was a a version of her in EA and then they completely changed the model and what they wanted to do with her and everything and I came in quite late and then that had to be play tested and came back and they went, she's a bit of an edge lord, like literally <laughs> everyone else in this game. Let's make her a bit different. And anyone that's played it knows she's pretty different to the rest of them. Even though she has one of the darkest backstories, but um I feel it's not a competition. But you know, um yeah. it, it's just yeah, it was just one of those things where we had to just experiment while this stuff is, you know, being made. Um, and there's rewrites, everything play tested, but no, we're not getting in the room together to to have a sort of chemistry check like you would film TV, uh, theatre audio. We're actually like it's having to be made, and then it comes back. And you just what, hope you get. What year right. was that, by the way, Samantha? What year was that Sorry? when you started? Uh, it was the year of our Lord 2022 in December, wow. mid December. Wow. I came in. <laughs> Are you serious? That's crazy. So what I'll say is, as far as I know, in terms of hours in the studio, because there's always suiting up and getting ready and calibrating as well, in the studio I did about 240 hours in total. Yeah, I did a lot (laughs) in six months. That's more than the Grand Theft Auto guys. (laughs) Well, it's a big game. Uh, It's It's a big big game. game. I think that's an understatement calling this game big. I think you need to go ginormous. Huge. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So I I I mean in passing again, talking to the others who haven't been counting their sessions, who've been doing this for years. Um (laughs) I I, I got the feeling that I'd done I'd made the same amount of effort as the rest. It's just that I had to just get on with it. So how's your week's been since then? It must have been a whirlwind for you. Yeah, and I had a full-time job, so that was uh, interesting. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. But um, that's all done, and I'm happily unemployed for the first time in a couple <laughs> of years. I had a full-time, like, nine-to-five day job for the last couple of years. And I was like, no, 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 this is all too good to be true, right? So, 
you know, they ask you in for 10 sessions and it's another 20, then it's another 20. And you're going, hang on, this is a lead role, isn't it? Like, <laughs> maybe I want to give up that day job. And, you know, you, 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 in the times of, of, of that we've just been through, through the pandemic, it's just that bit of job security that you want. So it was just I, I, I clung on to it for probably a little bit longer than I should have done. But I'm here. I've survived. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, I, yeah, I'm willfully unemployed. And I'm enjoying so you, that. you would go to the mocap in the middle of the day and then come home and work or what, what are we talking about? I'd do a nine to five and then I'd get on the train <laughs> and do four hours and it would be nighttime. And I would, um, what I liked about it though, is I had the opportunity to eat with the crew. I got to oh, know yeah. the crew in a way that you don't normally do. You know, you're a freelancer, you come in, you do your job, you go home. I think it's really important to, um, you know, given props and a shout out because I go in as a director, uh, a movement director, a mocap engineer and a sound engineer. And the five of us would work together into the night and we'd have a nice meal break at the end and, and actually get to know each other outside of this. So um, yeah, it takes a village. <laughs> wow. So you're working and most like five to nine most days. Yeah. Nine to five. Yeah. Just a normal like office job I was doing from yeah, home. Nine, yeah. 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 Uh, in, yeah. In like IT yeah. as well. So it was, you know, sit in front of a computer for eight hours a day and then it was go and play, just go and play in the evening, you know, and it was, it was really joyful actually. And I felt I had more energy actually weirdly doing that. So during the enough, day you're sort of kind of, you're sort of kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> just, yeah. just a bit going, <laughs> oh, look, this, this is like meaningful. People, will enjoy this mm. and it brings you know some some pleasure to the world so that's good that's always a good thing um, good on you yeah Congratulations. So in the last month yeah thank you and in the, in the last month I I knocked that on the head and I was able to commit like full-time and do see people in daylight they saw me in daylight that was good she saw more people as well and I bumped into more of the cast and um yeah other directors and, and sound engineers and folks that I hadn't worked with yet and I think I got through most people by the end so you've done so many games, but when did you first get into the world of voice acting or um, in the gaming world? I'm thinking when when was that? Yeah, it's 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 funny you ask that because I always think, oh, it took off during the pandemic because I had a home studio. But I started doing the old school thing, right? You'd say what you do when you've been theatre trained is you be, you're told you knock on doors and. You know, they're casting directors, they remember you, you do an audition for one thing, they'll remember you, but there's no real gatekeepers in games. It didn't quite work like that yet. But what did work was like back in 2014, I did a game called Age of Wonders 3, and that was through knocking on doors. That was just being annoying and saying, here's a reel. I bet you don't get many of these. And I just got really lucky on that. But that was, you know, that was absolutely exhausting, to be quite honest with you. Um, I did another little indie game, and then it was, uh, that was Nenny Kutalot. And then it was, yeah, it was like really took off 2020. And I was doing emotes and stuff. Back then that was Demon's Souls and a couple of lines in uh, Ace Attorney. And then yeah. I was getting into the studios finally. Because it's that trust thing as well, you know, just because I was doing audio doesn't mean that I know anything about, you know, games. I, I disagree with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there's there's trust and there's a load of people they work with. So it's very hard to, to make that impression. But um, I had a home studio and that seemed to have to, to work that out. You know, I did Total War screaming at home. I think the neighbours are so used to it now. Like they wouldn't come if my partner was murdering me, which is a bit worrying. But we would tell them like, you know, if I'm screaming under a blanket, it's like, it's normal. This is what I do. Man, so you your voice booth at home, what are we looking at yeah. here? Because I've heard different different iterations. One's in a closet, 
one's under yeah. a blanket. Yeah. What do we? What have you got going on? So my partner's a musician and um, become his own sound engineer and produce his own albums and stuff. So he's got the equipment. You got the cheat maybe- sheet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've been hanging around for years trying to get into film, TV. And then finally, when everything went to shit, here I am ready with the home studio. It's happening. It's taking like 15 years. Let's do it. So um, <laughs> we've got like um, like a portable baffle thing. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So it's its yeah. own sort of closet. Um, and then he's got some really not a nice AKG mic. He's got just got a really Ooh, nice yeah. setup. Yeah, yeah, this is the good shit. Good shit. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's how we made. So I made Hobbs Barrow was just that little baffle and that. And uh, oh my... man, that that game is really awesome. For what I've seen, congratulations on that because that that rests on your shoulders. That game, really. I mean, it's a really great developer and and great story, and we know we know. But yeah. you've got to pull that off as well. Yeah, yeah, and the great <laughs> thing about um the indie game scene is that you get the complete script beforehand. So I wasn't winging it. I wasn't, you know, okay, so there were some puzzles and that and I couldn't see what was going on and that had to be explained. But I just did the old, um, you know, uh, stage trick going for who am I, where am I, what do I want? Uh, and, and to be honest, like the secret to me for all that is what do other people say about me? Because that's who Thomasina thinks she is. She's so privileged. She has no idea how she comes across. So seeing how other people really wound up by her and rubbed up the wrong way, I just really went to town on that one, you know. The only thing was that we talked about was the accent because, you know, if she was too sort of plummy, then you're going to lose a lot of the audience because you're asking them to be uh, sympathetic to her. And she's traipsing around just saying, this is mine. This is mine. <laughs> it's interesting you say that. You're right. You might lose a bit of the audience if it goes to highbrow, the voice. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I, th- I mean, it's I think like f- for you as, as an Australian, I think for the UK, that accent is the voice of the oppressor for a lot of people and she is in within within the piece she's come she's just nicking stuff and taking it home she's not even displaying it in a museum she's just gonna have it and then you've got maybe americans who don't get that so much because they have a different relationship with colonialism and so they would have been fine if she was they would have gone with her but i was just i was just thinking about you know i thought this was just a little small game that a few people in the uk would play and but we have got you know we are up north and there is that north south divide and there is that class divide and i just love it all that is juicy i just love all that stuff you really like if i can get hold of that entire script if i can have a meeting with uh the writer that's that's it done you know and that, that costs them less money because i'm not asking dumb questions in the studio that's always a good start like okay so you can't tell me what the game is called what sort of world are we in you know that's where you have to start or like you get a, a bit of um art for like two seconds and like that's go and go <laughs> and so as a, as a lead character a lot of pressure to keep to be you know to keep that going to keep that um relatable and likable as well as being a very strong character and i think that's what i mean the writing was fantastic and i just let into it but she's a very strongly written character and so mm. i just yeah i just went to town with all the privilege that she has I had fun <laughs> going back to gaming what, what um were you familiar with the gaming world like did you play games growing up did you you know i'm just curious on your background of how much you knew about this world yeah so there were a lot of like older boys my brother was an older boy and my best friend's brother was an older boy so I inherited old computers 
So my first was an Amstrad CPC 464, <laughs> the green screen. And I, know, I don't know if that means anything to you, but that's old. And I was playing that's, with basic. That's and fucking old. No, that's excuse my language. <laughs> I couldn't get anywhere near a Sega Mega Drive because he was my friend's uh, brother was holding on to that. I wasn't going to get anywhere near. Uh, we, yeah. afford con- we couldn't afford a console. I couldn't make the case for a console as, as, a, as a young child. So you couldn't convince so I, Santa. I, I could not convince Santa he was he didn't think it was a worthy thing yeah. that would ever you know make any money or anything so bastard. we didn't do that but I, I, yeah absolute bastard we've had words since but you know I think the first console owned was a was a PlayStation 1 um and the first thing that made an impression on me as an actor was I'm really thinking about it it was Ezio Auditore I just thought really? I'd, yeah. I was watching a Shakespeare here. You know, this is a fully formed character. That that first entrance where he comes in, you know, and he has that wonderful um, sequence of just being a badass and then starts a fight and you go, oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's there and you want to play him and he's exciting and he isn't a blank slate. Yeah. And then I think the other one was um, Jennifer Hale's Shep. I think for a lot of people, that's good. Just to see what could be done um, with that sort of more blanker slate where she's got to cover all sorts of choices to be made i thought i thought those two were really stuck out but that was a little bit later on i just like playing games i just thought they appeared out of nowhere i didn't know but people made are you british irish and jamaican heritage how give me the background um, yeah. <laughs> yeah so my my late father was irish my mother's jamaican they they came to the motherland back in the day yeah. and they met i was made <laughs> <laughs> and and we're all in london and and, and that's that and uh yeah so uh, what side of like for cuisine you love your jamaican food you love your british food where where do you I'll land i'll eat anything that's the thing i'm more <laughs> like a bear but i'm an omnivore i'll try anything like i'll, I'll uh really would you yeah. try kangaroo down here in australia i'd have to yeah i'd have yeah. to to win the favor of the people like <laughs> no, very publicly you don't, do, you don't need to do that to win the favor <laughs> no, i have to do it at immigration no, no. <laughs> yeah it's I, I don't know I haven't even tried it personally I'm I'm yeah but that I'm kind of makes picky. me more Australian yeah because exactly. I don't you know it's like me not going to the Tower of London because I'm from here right I take <laughs> it for granted yeah <laughs> yeah right so how how was it growing up did you always know you wanted to be in theater in acting and that sort of thing because I know you did theater for for a long time when you were younger yeah right? yeah. yeah so I, I knew I I loved my stories I love stories mm. and it was only when I was at university studying literature that I I took a Shakespeare module and I went to see a shit ton of Shakespeare in London you know with all the world-class Shakespearean actors and it made me feel things on a level that I didn't feel reading and that just started to get me interested into exploring that way of expressing myself and telling stories I mean I've been exposed to it as a kid at weekends I'd go to you know um not stage scored as I was about to say stage school it wasn't it was really inf- you pay to go as an informal like an hour of dance an hour of singing an hour of acting uh, yeah. and acting was the elusive one active was the elusive because I couldn't see how it was done like it felt like you either make that kick or you hit that note but with acting I didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing so <laughs> I was it. much older which it. was probably good because yeah. then I wasn't an, a precocious theatre kid I'm a precocious adult instead <laughs> what's your favourite theatre show or play you've been to or done I'm curious um, a couple of favorites if you can't nail it down I love anything by Sondheim actually Sondheim is like the, the Shakespeare musical theatre I don't know if you're, you're familiar with him 
but company is quite a famous one and yeah um, company yep uh assassins which is wonderful all about all the um people who've tried to assassinate presidents and he's made a musical oh Oh, it's so out there and every time like you know it just blows my mind how smart it is like you know i go away and i come it's like like what like i love blade runner right but i don't watch it every year i wait a while and then i come back to it fresh with the the person i am now and I interpret that in a different uh, way. It's a film, you know, and I feel the same way about Stephen Sondheim. So I'm going to put just him as a look because I I'm not going to say Shakespeare. Everyone says Shakespeare. I'll yeah, do give give temperate yeah. Shakespeare musical theatre Shakespeare. Um, and and every play he's done, every musical theatre play he's done is completely different in terms of genre and stuff like that. His his uh, breadth is is incredible. Um, favorite play I did I think was a a play called Silence by Moira Buffini. and um she was commissioned in uh, 2000 to do a play uh, about the millennium, but she picked a different millennium, which was 999. <laughs> she set yeah, a play there. Right. And it was, it was involved like um, really the, the expulsion of the Vikings by the South. There was this North South divide and we had King Ethelred. He was in Who it. Who did you play? Hmm? Did I played play? Silence. Oh, I was Silence. That was wow. a big role. And Silence is a young prince who cut, who's, he's been, you know, he's, he's got to make a treaty with the stronger power in the South. And um, he's married off rather conveniently to this this French queen who's a, a bit of a problem for England and, and discovers on his wedding night that he's a girl, that he's been brought up as a boy. And he did like she's like, you've got breast silence. You are a girl. Oh. And that's sort of when the play kicks off, because then what, you know, he has all this power afforded to him. Like, I think he figures out that, yeah, if he had been brought up a girl, he wouldn't have inherited all this. And that how he's really going to keep up. And, and it's a bit of a like medieval road trip as well. Like there's all sorts of shit going on. It was really good fun. Moira Buffini play. She wrote The Queen, I think. Like she's well known now, but that was an early play for her. So I love doing that. It was so much fun. Uh, well, I sound stupid now. My favorite school of rock. So, you know, that's allowed. Basic, you know. No, 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 no. I'm not going to like, I don't care. I love it. I just love it. You know, I love <laughs> it's what Jack moves Black. You, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's what I was saying about like being moved. And it's mm. it sometimes you can't really explain it. And sometimes that movement is just joy. <laughs> You're yeah. allowed to have joy. That's we need it right now, right? You know, and I think uh, if nothing else, the last couple of years has really cemented the idea of, you know, the role of the entertainer in society. Oh, I've been gravitating towards those sort of things lately because yeah, maybe it is because yeah. of that COVID period, I think. Yeah. Uh, I know yeah. there were a lot of oh God when it started and every bloody actor was making a stage a home stage play about covid it's like yes i know (laughs) (laughs) i'm also at home and miserable (laughs) and i found myself watching Uh, more you know uh, fantasy and sci-fi in that time just to like escape that i I wanted all that sort of thing well you mentioned blade runner i wish they'd make a blade runner game they haven't done it like a big like sort of rpg big sort of spiraling massive game no i'm sure there was a text game though you're gonna get comments for this yeah, there, there's games, but I mean, like, I'm talking like a Baldur's Gate sort of big AAA game, you know? I'll text Larian. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll the say, next one. Now, you, now you're doing nothing. Now you've got nothing to do. Here's here's an idea. Because I know you've been itching for something. Yeah. What would they like <laughs> to work with? I'm curious. Because I know you said, you know, 14-year-old me would be overwhelmed right now. I think you tweeted out basically looking at the cover. I think your character was on there, was it? Uh, or PC gamer? Yeah, PC gamer. That's, a, that's, that's such crazy. A nerd. No, yeah, yeah, that's you go crazy. like you know, 
you buy Tomb Raider, right? You play Tomb Raider, you buy PC Gamer, and read the massive review, and you go, yeah, I spent my money wisely. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> and I just had that relationship in a way that you'd have with, like, Melody Maker or The Enemy back in the day. That pr- print media is what I'm trying to say. It's something that obviously has fallen off in recent years. So so the fact that they're still printing, it's absolutely, that made me so happy. <laughs> yeah. But you must be you must be super excited and just kind of nervous because this we're recording this as it as it's coming out but um i mean people are loving this character yeah they are i'm i I thought i'll wait a month see if people have put something up there people are on act two the game's been out what four days or something people are like just get through that (laughs) bloody story get to the end come on so you know fair play to you so yeah, everything's always going to be a spoiler. I've been thinking about, oh, well, if this is out of the bag, but like, you know, people, it's going to be Xbox people. This is going to be out before this is on Xbox. So, yeah, she has, Carla ca- has captured the imagination uh, of, of the player, I think. Um, and I think I think she she benefits from being new. I think that's that's fair to say. You know, the others like, we've known for years and years and, and she's just come in off the old Harley and said, all right, lads, <laughs> just turned up. Um and and very different from from early access and and she's good aligned you know um she's not an edge lord although she has a really dark background yeah she's not just like happy go lucky there's a bit there's a little bit more behind the scenes what did they tell you about the backstory i'm curious um so i was i mean i was it's been a bit of a, a journey actually considering i i started playing her like what seven months ago uh it's been a longer journey than that and i, I auditioned for her back in 2020 without knowing it i've gone back to my notes and had a look and and she was very different she was a very different character more of a, a range of fighter a much lighter character like physically um and I don't know where that is in terms of EA. But anyway, I was, I was auditioning for that and they gave me like three or four different scenes. So at least I was able to build up a picture of her. Um, I think she'd always escaped the hells. That was always in her, but they didn't say 10 years. They didn't say sold into slavery. Um, mm. It wasn't as dark as that. But when I came to it, um, I auditioned again, like in November last year. Um, it was interesting to see how she had changed. But the the backstory was that, um, yeah, she'd been she'd been sold into hell um and she's got um you know an overworking engine for a heart and she's got it also there's a time pressure to find some relief for that as well but meanwhile you know she's happy to be alive so she's the ultimate zen master like she's like i am in this moment and i'm gonna enjoy this moment as long you know unless i'm kicking someone's head in and then i'm raging (laughs) but we're gonna have a nice time but you know you you've met you met people like that you're just real hard asses right and they're they're gentle giants and they're lovely and you think i'm not going to get on the wrong side of you <laughs> well, i think that's that's her you know you play nice in that and that's... she'll be okay she's very straight and very relatable and, and and um you know chaotic good is what i sort of gravitate towards anyway so how many how many romance scenes are there that you remember because i i've seen heaps already and I, I love the dialogue god it's funny i tell you what some of her but it's brilliantly written and you know you're, you're trying to kiss her and she's like i'm gonna burn your fucking lips off you better watch <laughs> and some people are like i'm down for that and you yeah. know what this is the spoiler some people are like, i tried i tried throwing ice at her but it just killed her <laughs> yeah you did like a freezing spell on carla and you murdered her for love. Oh, or, or like people are like you know i'm not sure you can die kissing her but i think they missed a trick there if you can't <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. How, how many? Uh, is that the only one? I mean, is there more than that? What are we talking about here? You've seen the dates because that was on panel from hell. Yeah. She's, you know, she's a little bit frustrated. She has, <laughs> she's, you know, ready to go. I mean, I don't, it's interesting because I don't know how much is is a different tree or if it's a if it's a retake or what but we had lots of different versions of like how she felt about the uh, enforced celibacy and there was this whole thing of like you know back in the day I used to get about and um I've never been on a date and I'm you know I'm not very well we could die tomorrow so let's go you know there's that version and then there's you know the the version of you know she she didn't have a like a, a one-nighter with the character on the first night um they're not in a polyamorous thing which you can totally do like there's all the, i don't know and i mean the good thing is it doesn't really matter it's just you know for me it's like parallel universes i'm not i'm not counting them up i would be interested though i'd be interested to see if you can like have an ongoing romantic relationship with any of these characters or if they're just um you know one-off cinematic scenes i don't know i'm sure that video is being compiled as we speak yeah i'm sure of it. a couple of my friends are on it the <laughs> <laughs> how many different endings are there for that character how does that work i mean is there is there one continuous story that that is the definitive ending i'm just curious because i've never played the other mm. boulders gate games before mm. so i'm new to the franchise as well i'm about 15 hours in at the moment but i see yeah so uh, larin has said seventeen thousand endings <laughs> Not quite sure how that works. I think personally, I've got five <laughs> distinct okay. endings. Before you talk about whether I'm in a relationship with the character, whether we're friends, whether I hate the character, like, and remember, then there you've got all the other um, origins who might be in the team or, or hirelings, and you've got their endings as well. So I think you start doing some 4D chess there, and you've got a lot of endings. But um, right. Yep. It's not yep. save or don't save, put it that way. It's they have really thought it through. It isn't a color coded ending. Yeah. If that's what you're worried about, like, because I was, <laughs> and I know what I'm re referencing, and I hope you do, but yeah. it's not, it's not one ending done. Uh, you know, it really isn't. It, it, it really does matter your choices. It's, I think it's as close as you can get to a true DD experience while also not spiraling out of narrative, you know. Were you uh, familiar with DD? Had you ever played it? Before? Funnily enough, I started playing in the year 2019. <laughs> yeah. So that was shut down pretty quick. But um, yeah, that's yeah, tough. <laughs> I'm lucky being in London that there's uh, a meetup. It's a one shot meetup. It's really smart. The idea is you, you go to the tavern and you pick up work. You're a mercenary. So you do one shots with, with a DM for three hours and that's it. And then some of them meet up at the weekends and they'll do a longer campaign. And that was that was funny because um, I played as a dragonborn barbarian because I didn't want to think about the mechanics. I just wanted to get into the story. Like you do, like yeah, the magic, you've got to know. Like you're talking about spell slots and long rests. Yeah. And that. I didn't care. And then the second playthrough, I played as a, a tiefling warlock. So I sort of covered wow. Carla between those two characters. So I felt like, I think playing games and like, and playing D&D really did help me deal with the fact that there are many permutations of the same thing. Because you can imagine a session yeah. you might do and then you know a couple months down the line that one comes back with some new endings and and it is not for you to question uh if that's a retake or whatever you just gotta go okay where does this fit in and and mm. hope that everyone remembers where they were i noticed you had a you made a twitch channel are you thinking about possibly streaming this game in the future I don't know. Something... 
know. I'm thinking yeah, about. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I mean, it's it's quite the setup, isn't it? It's not just. And I'm on a. God, I'm on a Mac and I'm on a <laughs> PS5, so it's not. That's not going to happen um, anytime oh, soon. So you've realised what's what it takes. What is to come? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I've done it with um, the Thomasina as well for Hobbs Barrow. Like, absolutely. Oh, just okay. just yeah. hearing a voice actor talk over their own character, I just find hilarious anyway. But I was thinking of maybe playing as Karnak. And giving you what I thought was going on. Oh, while that's playing the cool. Game, that's really cool. As well cool. as being incredibly sarcastic and rude all the way through. I thought that might be something people want to watch. That'd be sick. You need to do that. Yeah, there's all sorts of things like we're thinking about, like as a cast, like getting together online anyway. So that's, yeah, that's been set up for that reason. Awesome. Yeah. Neil, Neil, who I'm speaking to, he said that it was probably the greatest role of his life. Now, would you share that, that sentiment? Do you know what? It's, it's one of the, the easiest. You know what I was telling people? Because obviously I couldn't really say anything because, you know, d and is so famous. You know, you got to say, well, it's a, fantasy, it's a fantasy game. It's a big game, but it's a fantasy game without saying D&D. And I'd say, well, it, basically it's me if I was seven foot tall. That's it. That's the character. <laughs> and so, like, um, you know, we did we did a line. I mean, I think, I don't know like what order you're talking to people or who you're talking to, but Neil directed me at, at certain points. He's incredibly accomplished across everything to do with mocap. He's a wonderful actor as well. Um, um, and yeah, people would, a couple of people said, you know, without being offensive, like you're pretty much her, which I took as a massive compliment because I think she's amazing. But um, it was one of those things that it was just like, you know, I don't have the script printed out in order. I don't have what other people say about me. Right. So I've just got to make some strong choices. Hope those directors all, all somehow sync with each other. They know because they have to they have to give me that context. Normally the director just guides, but they have to give me the context of everything and where I fit in, because you don't always have the character you're speaking to. So they have to sometimes act as well. <laughs> like props mm. to the directors on this. Um so yeah, it it, it just became um oh and, and as you go along, and Neil said this, he said he said my writer Sarah Bayless, he said, um, you know, she will pick up on what you do, your mannerisms, and start writing to that. So I found out I found wow. that Carla more more sarcastic, which was great going. <laughs> just like, you know, it was a lot of like over the shot, oh fucked if I know. Bit a bit of dry <laughs> humor as well. A little bit of dry humor, that was quite nice leaning into that rather than but having to. But she's also a bit of a hothead. You're are you a hothead? Um, well, this is the thing about being seven foot tall. I think I think there's 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 different rules, right? Like no one can touch you. There's no fear. There's no fear. Like you're easy. I think that's why she's kind of easy going when she's out of that. I think yeah, younger me is pretty a hothead. I mean, that that's quite that actually quite an interesting point you make because I think that whole spell, she's gone through some incredible trauma, right? And she's yeah. not gonna she's not talking about it, you know, for good reason. Because where would you stop if you started talking about that? And she sort of, I think in that that date scene, I think you all saw where some people were like, God, she's it's like a kid or something. Yeah, that's right. She's regressed. There's something that, that that's quite childlike in the way she deals with um, strong emotions. Um, that was never like... Or trying to uh, lock them away a little up. bit. Is that what you're saying? Oh, God, just bury them down. Mm. Push them down. That's not going to be a problem later. Just push them down where no one can see and, and you know, crack jokes and like, let's smash some things and not talk about my imminent death. It's fine. It's great. Let's do it. Let's, let's fucking do something. You know, and she's a lot of it is the drive is, you know, she wants to get revenge and she wants to save the city as well. That's really important to her. She's grown up with legends. You know, you'll see you'll see footage of her 
fangirling over Jahira. You know, she has grown up with legends and now she has the opportunity to be what she has the opportunity to have a legacy before she moves on to whatever she's moving on to. Um, but yeah, I think anger management issues is definitely, I can't yeah. wait to expect as like a wizard or a, a bard, it just be a barbarian. Can someone please do that? Because like I had to, we all had to do all the spells and all the different classes. So that all exists. I can be any sort of magic using that. But the bar, the, the, just the, the, the cusses that she comes out with, the Shakespearean style swears, it's just hilarious, you know. It's just seven. Oh, and a rogue. She can be a rogue. <laughs> I'm sure I recorded some like, I'm too big for this. <laughs> I'm a thing. I can't get into the lock. Oh, like, that's brilliant. Yeah, really that's good that's attention to detail that I love. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, what the game is being acclaimed for is that attention to detail and that reactivity, you know. The um In the motion capture process, are you... I'm curious with this game, are you with other actors or are you by yourself? Do you get to play off? Who are you playing off during your seven months? Yeah, so um, I was alone in the volume. It was just me and the director in terms of of that. The entire time? Wow. (laughs) So that's quite interesting. There's uh, there's scenes where um, there are scenes where she's very much, you know, uh, interacting with someone else and it's me speaking. So I have to have some involvement in that. Um, and they would show me a cinematic and I'd be like, that's what she looks like. And then we'd get on with it. And so like the first time she meet, like, no, not the first time, second time, I think she meets the mechanic when he's fixing the heart and she gets yeah. to touch. That was, that was beautiful. And, um, yeah, that was, that was really special. Cause I actually got to see what she looked like, but the, the stunts, which is to say the fighting and the loving, they were done by specialists in the Guildford office. I think that's really important to say because I think people think... Specialists? Lit- what do you mean specialists? They will be in a room together playing off each other. Um, if There's a there's a Larry right. video from a while back where this, if, you, if, you, if you pause at the right point, they have a storyboard with all the sexy positions. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, we didn't do that. That was the poor fuckers in, in Guildford had to do all that. And for the different heights, <sighs> Dan... Different heights. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So so you know, if you see Carla running and stuff or having sex and that that is someone else did that. I didn't do that. Um yeah, yeah it's always nice to get the crash. But what about out. doing the voice out voice acting over that? Is there voice acting over that? Is there noises? So, uh, I... Yeah, so what I'm saying is she's running and not saying anything, definitely Guildford. <laughs> if she's running and saying something, combination of me and Guildford, like the the way it was set up. Uh, was set up for me to stand still and I couldn't like I couldn't walk around couldn't do anything like there was a very specific discipline and mm-hmm. uh, I've also never done mocap before I've had no training nothing wow. which is where I think it's fair to say that the the theater training came in hugely yeah. just hugely because that's black box let's pretend make this real you know and I can do all that and, and wear the stupid suit you know and not not be self-conscious about that that's that's all there ready to go that's the only theater actor that's thinking of, of doing games please do them because I think you will take to it like a duck to water. Oh god, and we had like movement people as well, like movement directors. That's that's quite unusual uh in games. So they're they they work in theatre primarily and they they're there to interpret the physical language of the play, right? Otherwise the actors just sort of stand still. So with Carlac, oh. it was Carlac, so Carlac's seven foot tall, and I don't really know what she looks like because either that's not been finished or NDAs or whatever. Yeah, and so working with them, we 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 found that physicality. So it's things like you know I'm I'm quite small and full of energy, so I flap around. But with a seven foot barbarian, it's going to look really weird, right? That's the, yeah, that's the I fact. get it. 
Yeah. And then it is the language of that. So if I've been using the same gesture, they'll go, do you want to mix it up? Or, or sometimes I just couldn't find the gesture. I want to tell the story without words. And that's why I'm very on this because, you know, we refer to as voice actors and it's like, mm, not sure about that anymore. You know, there's, there's, there is that physicality and, and, and you can't put it all in the voice. It's not all in the voice. You are absolutely telling the story with the body. And what happens when you lie and you look away and all that sort of, you can't do that. You know, you do that differently vocally if it's pure vocals. So, yeah, I, again, you know, I want to give a shout out to um, all the movement people, particularly Gabriel H. Donner, who works, uh, he works in drama schools and all sorts. So we had just had that vocabulary from the start. We just knew what we, each other were talking about. Do you, when you're shooting it, do you, so let's say there's six options for the player. Do you record those six options back to back or those different options back to back? Or do you sometimes going back to different scenes and adding an op? You know what I mean? Yeah, both. So, um, both. yeah, it, it, <laughs> you know, it, these things are play tested and, and they're just tested, you know, and I guess, I guess these, these, um, I don't know if you saw that, the, the, um, picture from the lion king that represented rafiki yeah. hopping up <laughs> yeah yeah which represented yeah. what a tree can look like so you can see like you man, imagine the amount of time and effort and if that's not landing so yeah. Yeah, i guess it, it, it's iteration right it's more like software development so you're just doing a little bit of at a time and so yeah so i think a good example of that would be um the blade of frontiers right he will was very different in ea he was a bit of a fraud from mm. what i could see and now he's mm. not he's like very honorable man um just from the play testing what? Yeah, so so I think they were they were changing him, but of course I don't know that. I'm just getting this scene that keeps coming back. <laughs> Not quite. So we went from like he's your little brother who you're holding, you know, you're holding his head at a distance. And you're like, yeah, go on, kick me, you know, <laughs> because that that undermines him. But if we're gonna give him, if we're gonna give him some um, status, we're gonna elevate him. Then I have to be a bit frightened of him. Like Carla's gonna be a bit frightened of him, and she does the whole like, look, I don't want this um you know did you push back on that because i didn't i do you feel like that character would be scared of anything well i'd ask i'd be really really fucking annoying in the booth it's like (laughs) if you're not gonna give me entire scripts and access to everyone then i'm just gonna i like to be really specific you know i really do like specificity is the soul of narrative right um that's that's, uh john hodgman that is uh it's it's true it really is and and you cannot you cannot generalize people can hear it i mean that's that goes back to the old school bad games voice acting when people just said things in a very flat way to cover all eventualities (laughs) but we've written all eventualities haven't we so yeah it it would come back and it's like he's a bit braver this time we're a bit more scared of him this time (laughs) she's also been she's also been tadpoles right which brings her down Mm. to level one that's totally a thing and she's got an overcooked engine so she's feeling a bit shitty and weak true true yeah. and we all are but um true you know she's back she's back in it you know she's she's it's like she's been on a bad trip for for 10 years and how do you ever have that discussion you're just gonna like lock that away put that away somewhere else that's never gonna come back that's never gonna come back and bite you let's pretend like okay we were 18 when we went in we're now 18 again everything's fine you know that's that's where I was with her. I was just like, that's that's trauma, that's regression, that's that's all that sort of good stuff that you can dig into and, and people relate to. How did you get the role? I'm just curious. I know it's mm. generic question number one, but mm. I, I'm really curious how you got the role and how you found the voice and the character, how long it took you to to find it and start hitting your groove. So um Kirsty Gilmore, who's a director and director on this, I've known her for years actually. Uh, she's just been amazing. She's had my back for years right and she's just been putting me up for stuff in the background doesn't tell me just puts me up for it legend and this is one of the absolute fucking legend um 
And she, uh, in 2020, put me up for what was Colac. As yeah, I said right. earlier, she was a lot lighter. She was a, she was um, more of a, a, a fighter or even a rogue or something, um, and not the Colac you're seeing at all, right? And I went up mm. for that, and I, and she was very, she was very RP. She was a lot posher and uh, a lot more refined, and probably trained in fencing, you know. <laughs> and and wow. looking wow. back at that script was, you know, not as as fully formed, which totally makes sense. Um, so I didn't get that. Is the story? <laughs> I didn't get that. Someone else got that. Um, and then they'd come back with like small, small roles, NPC kind of roles, but really small. And I just thought, I know enough about games that if I go in and I've got a distinctive voice, I'm not coming back. I can't come back because I've done my thing. Right. So that's at least me. I might be completely wrong, but I know that. No, no, no. <laughs> that's interesting. So you declined that. I declined. Wow. Um, you know, like like a, a small, I mean, we're talking like, four hours session or two hour yeah. session it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's an npc who goes like it's over there you know yeah yeah <laughs> like, no, no, I agree. yeah additional so voices I like, yeah i'm like no I, I think i'm ready to do something of it i'll just chill because this is I, I didn't know what it was it was clearly fantasy oh, i actually thought no i thought oh right so what they've done is they've <laughs> slightly changed the names of all these races so they don't get sued by Wizards of the Coast <laughs> because this is clearly Dungeons and Dragons. But they, came, you know, I, just, I didn't didn't quite click. For yeah. me what it was. But I knew there was a Dungeons and Dragons game being made. Anyway, blah blah blah. Didn't get it. Moved on with my life. Then I made a game called The Excavation of Hobbs Barrow, which really took. I mean, it just took. Which off. everyone should play. Give it a crack. Everyone yeah. should play. Um, and I'm obviously very different in that. So again, that what I'm about to say, like it, it. it shows people's trust in the actor and what what they can do because it's she's a very different character i'm sure you'll agree from carlac so um you wouldn't even say it's the same person wouldn't say it was i'd like you. to say it's, it's a different no. person <laughs> no, well, you wouldn't know i don't think people would know honestly that's pretty cool right i mean yeah. what a great job. <laughs> that's a com- it's a compliment it's a compliment no it is thank you and and if this was filmed i wouldn't get the opportunity to play such a breadth of roles so i'm always very grateful for that career in audio and games because yeah whilst my oyster and it's been fantastic but um i did that and it was just before the takeover of twitter so i could see i could see in order what people were saying on twitter and there were a couple of people just kept saying how much they loved it and the voice out brilliant and i just started clicking so like who who are these people and one of them was michael dowse who was the head of publishing at larian so what i did was i thought there's an open goal and i slid into his dms and i said wow clearly you're a man of culture if there's an opportunity to audition to a, for a, for a significant role in this could i please have the opportunity and the audition was set up in, unbelievable in yeah yeah wow. so i went back in and, and went in knowing that it's it's Baldur's gate three which gave me a, a level of confidence that i didn't have before or don't normally have going into triple a game auditions i knew what Good it was on you at. man that is, it is man awesome. like opportunity right you, like when opportunity knocks like go just go yeah. it just felt like this very ton- and like what's he gonna do block me okay that's the worst <laughs> situation that's the worst situation yeah. i'll just say no or it's it's sorry it's been cast you know but so then pit stop said oh actually we've been trying to contact Sam to audition for Carla something like that and it all sort of came together and then it was like can you get on with it please <laughs> we need to, we need to move now so that that all it all happened very happily um, but there was a difference going in with that endorsement any like actors starting out or trying like it's so important to have that that person on the inside who who is is going to say actually you know from Kirsty to Michael. Like I trust this person; they're going to do a good job. Um, so 
to answer the question, which I've remembered. Um, <laughs> you know, they said to me, they were like, just, just be you, just do, just instinct, go with what you think. And I thought, okay, <laughs> I'll do a seven foot version of me. And, in, 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 you know, obviously with the circumstances of this fantasy person. So, and that's you know, rather- the voice we hear. That the first voice she came out. Well, that was you know, it basically. She's a bit more, you know, she's a bit more, you know, um, London. Uh, there had to be okay. If we're getting specifics, yeah, I'm from London. I trained, and they try and kick that accent out of you, right? So my accent isn't quite, yeah. So she probably sounds a bit more like me if I hadn't trained, <laughs> to be honest. So you know, I was like, yeah, that's me, very right? Specific. Let's do me. Yeah. Very specific. Um, <laughs> but I didn't want it to be too London because that just makes it contemporary. Then you've also got the fact that um, goblins have a really London, like a Cockney yeah, accent. Yeah, like, let's do, not make they? her. Yeah, let's yeah. not make her a goblin. So there was all that sort of thing. And I'm thinking like Americans as well, sometimes if you too many glottal stops and like they can't hear it. And I'm thinking about, like, I, I'm an overthinker. I think about these things. And But, you know, I'm running it past people and, and we're finding it. Um, but there is, you know, there is this sort of, this version, this sort of timbre of voice, there's this voice. And then I think very early on when she confronts Anders and she goes full on metal raw, I think that's how she spoke in hell. I don't think she spoke very often in hell, but I think, you know, going into that sort of voice, I'm going to kill you. You know, she's probably not in Baldur's Gate. We're going to drop that. We're going to forget that happened. We're going to go back to how we were. So that's that's where that light voice comes from as well. Why, do, so- why do all goblins um sound like, like this, you know? Uh, come over here. So we know they're goblins. <laughs> I have no idea, but you know what? I bloody love them because I've thought, wow, that's Ray Winston over there. That's Kathy Burke over there. I was like, I don't, obviously, I don't know who these actors are, but they did such a fucking great job on them. They're so yeah, funny. It is. Because, you know, I've obviously had DMs, one DM doing all the goblins. I've actually had different <laughs> humans doing the, like, coming to life. Oh, I think they're wonderful. Yeah. So what was the first um first day on set like for you were you nervous <laughs> right get in the suit stand over there not like that like that then right okay go. you know there was no like intro they don't even give you any tr- there's no training you were just in the deep end i mean to be fair i think for the smaller roles that's you're going to do that right because you've got the actor for two hours it's going to take 20 minutes to 30 minutes to suit up and you just got to get them and then there's some people and again yeah. why well, still voice act using the term voice actor as well is that some people are just voice actors and they'll freeze they don't know what to do, so, do, the training, so, right? they don't yeah. do. so then they're doing mocap and like that must be really terrifying but for me it was like getting it right you know i know these things cost a lot of money um but then i also thought well i haven't been trained so, so i worked a lot with movement <laughs> directors um just it was just to get the the broadness of her yeah. everything had like there so there was a lot of sort of this sort of stuff going on at the beginning it was quite monotonous and but um I think it was like meeting the player for the first time it was recruiting Carlac. I think that's what we did which I think is a good place what to scene got you into the groove and then you're like I'm off to the races now I think I, I really dialed into the troll I can totally understand someone that's been yeah we can say imprisoned imprisoned wrongly or press ganged for 10 years and just wanting to forget that wanting to get you know we've had a two-year period that a lot of us just want to forget and move on with and never talk about again you know so you expand on this very, you know, obviously very dramatic what she's been through, but actually it was it was finding some of the joy and marrying that up with that trauma, right? And just going, I am alive, I'm here, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, this is good, this is okay. We don't have to keep reflecting on all this stuff. We don't have to think about the future. And there's a whole thing, and I don't know if it's made it into the game, where she talks about grass. It's a whole monologue. 
she talks I about. really hope that's in the game. I've missed it. You know, like green things. And it's, oh, there's all this funny stuff. Every We did the Underdark and, like, you know, really grim places. And she goes, oh, my God, it's so massive. I love it. It's but not it's true. Hell. It's true. You would be it's thinking not that. Hell. <laughs> but it's great writing. You would be thinking that, wouldn't you? Yeah, there's a, there's a really big one I got to do, which was in terms of like an actor, it was a monologue. Like sometimes you go, you do it line by line and out of order, and you hope they stitch it together nicely. But then sometimes they go, this one goes with this one, and with this one, and with it. And I go, this is a monologue. Give me a minute to read it. Just give me a minute to read it, and then we'll give it a go. And there's one, there's a real dark night of the soul for her. She gets, let's say, she gets what she wants, but she's not satisfied, and it's dealing with that feeling. You get what you want, but you're not you're not fulfilled. And how do you move on with your life? And are there um, spoilers? Spoilers. Mm. Are there scenes where we get to see her reflecting on that trauma or coming to terms with it or anything like that? Yeah. So I think again, with I think you know, there's, there's a stereotypical um, you know person who served in war and never tells their family. They never talk about it with their family. They might mm-hmm. get together their bodies and talk about it and have their groups, but they'll never. So with her, it's um, you have to get to know her. You have to get to know her, and you don't have to romance her. You can be her buddy, and she'll start opening up to you. There's a very meta line in that that first scene with Anders when she's getting revenge on guys. That I love that on. line. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, and she's just like you know. She said something about like this early in the game. This, this early, early in the yeah. Game. This early, like, come so we'll on. Save, yeah. We'll save the war stories for later. She's, <laughs> she's like, let's just literally get out of danger. <laughs> and then we'll sit around the campfire and, and trade stories. And I think she'd be great if she was like, yeah, if she could get back to Baldur's Gate and just get in a tavern. She'd be, she wouldn't have to pay for a drink ever again. And uh, she'd just tell stories about like all the shit she got up to in hell. <laughs> Were there any parts where you got emotional? Did you have to get oh, yeah, emotional? Very, very, very. And it's funny because I don't I don't cry easily and I certainly can't cry on cue, right? That was always Yeah, a- I know people struggle with that. Yeah, yeah we struggle with it. Funny enough, funny enough, you know, because I think there's a, there is a, like a, a technique, but I haven't learned it. I haven't gone and learned yeah. it, but it certainly doesn't come easy. But because I knew I knew her background and we're just throwing it away and isn't this fun and let's smash some heads in and, and I just was never getting to that. And then when we did get to that scene, it was very well placed. It just all came out. It just because I had two, you know, two or three takes to, to really nail it, and it just all came out. And I just hoped they could hear everything I was saying because you know you start to cry and it goes. And so you not fully so cried. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I had all that. It was built, you know, months of just sitting on on that because you know you. I don't think we need to know day to day what happened over ten years, but it was fucking shit. It was. It's the worst, you know. I just thought I thought of like imagine like you were put in a in a high security men's prison in California, you know, like as a woman, like you've just been put in there, and you and you're big, you're seven mm. foot, right? You get to be seven foot, but you are watching your back right every day, like it's survival, it's pure survival, and the person you are there is not the person you're on the inside on the outside, and maybe that's the way wow. you accept. Of course, she doesn't know if she's getting out, you know. It is a real. And you don't, I don't have to think about that very long to already start feeling emotional about that. So what I did is, like her, bury that down. Just tamp that down. Don't think about it. So when it does, it volcanoes out of you. Was that cathartic for you? Were you, after that, you shot that scene, how did you feel? Yeah, so, like, I mean, part of the reason I got into um, acting in the first place is as well as telling a story in a way that affected me, I found it very cathartic. 
um from I, I was like originally from a catholic background sort of known for being repressed so you know, keeping secrets that sort of thing just brush it under the carpet let's not damage a man's reputation you know that sort of thing so it was very you know um uh, yeah relatable in terms of uh and cathartic but in terms of spoilers we're going to go in spoiler territory yeah just do it come on now yeah <laughs> the time code. right on. so gortash yeah gortash sold her into hell He's the guy, and he's running Baldur's Gate, right? Oh. Yeah, and now wow. we're gonna go see him, <laughs> and we're gonna buddy up with him, and I'll I'll yeah. leave I'll leave some mystery as to how that goes when she when she meets him, but but she does get to watch him die, wow. and she doesn't feel any better about anything because there's all the shit going on with the tadpole and the end of the world and all that, and it's it becomes what is. What is the point of any? Well, why did I do ten years in hell to come out yeah. to do this and feel nothing and die and I'm nothing and I haven't done anything with my life and I was, you know, she was probably taken. I, I'd say eighteen, so she's not had a life. She's not had a life. It is fucking horrible to think about. Um, and now she's going to go and it means nothing. And so that just all came out and I got very emotional and uh, hopefully it's good and hopefully um. It affects people, and and yeah, she's a. I mean, she's a tragic hero. That's the big spoiler. <laughs> tragic hero. Yeah, that's I mean, happens. yeah, she'll brush it off and she'll laugh, but actually, that's who she is underneath. Yeah, you, is she, you, you would say time. she's more more a hero than an anti-hero, or wouldn't you? You would you would say yeah, she's yeah yeah, yeah 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 because she's she is doing. It's not like she's she's actually she's doing stuff which affects her and just happens to benefit other people she's doing things that benefit other people and may or may not benefit her so that's that's pretty heroic and she wants her life to mean something she's got she gets a short time on this planet and she wants that to mean something so that's quite hard is that's that... hard i thought you know having a terminal illness or something at a young age you go, i'm gonna you know and again you you try and think of things that you can relate to you start thinking oh well you know well she's a tiefling and what that means you st- that's you forget it you've got to absolutely make that relatable do you think you could get to that place again easier now that you've done it once before or would it be harder I mean, it, do you think i think it would be harder i think what i just said mm. to you it was natural, but just kate it was real and what's been lovely is about you know i walked in and they were like just be you I thought, fantastic what a gift because i thought oh i've got to do this for 30 hours <laughs> 230 <laughs> Yeah, I've got to. I've got to uh, do this for about thirty hours. I mean, yeah, I did about twelve hours, right? In an accident. <laughs> oh, really? Thirty hours is a lot. Thirty hours is a yeah. lot of time to not be doing. So just Sam, just do your own accident. Do just own instinct, whatever. And it was two hundred and forty hours. So I feel I chose wisely there. But um, as I said, that was you know that was real, and that was real. Not getting to that moment, knowing it was coming at some point, because you know I got enough of the script to know that about her. But but like her never dwelling on it never dwell on it and then when it actually the reality of the words because you know how straight uh, straight talking she is um it is it is facts and it is unchangeable and it doesn't matter that she's good that's the sad thing is it doesn't matter that she's a good person it doesn't mean good stuff will happen to her that's a reality of life sometimes yeah Yeah. that's real that's real and that's relatable yeah i find this game (laughs) is quite a lot of relatable themes what was it like um, working with Neil? I'm curious, and and some of the other voice directors. What sort of advice would they give you uh, that you found helpful? Because I've heard 
there's been, you know, directors that aren't so good at giving advice. I'm just curious, what's the difference between a bad and a good voice director, I guess? Or is it, maybe they're not, are they, are they, are they voice directors? Is that the official title or is there another, are they just straight up directors? They were down as directors. They were directors. Yeah, they're just directors. You've got movement as well. And it is, it is, I mean, I was thinking about why that is, why I'm so stuck on it, but it really is like, if I do Sandman for Audible, it's a hundred percent my voice, right? It has to be because that's all I've got. If it's this, you've got the body, you've got the breath. I don't have to channel. I will act differently. I noticed I did it on the party banter. I would approach that in a different way because you've got to get it from my voice. You can't get so we you get like <laughs> I did you know some really high profile audio and you get film actors in and they're flat because they're acting with their face and their thoughts and you're going yeah babe that's great but I need you to do it in a non-hammy way as well you don't want it to be you know shouty or whatever or over labored but um I feel like people do they do that they go they go too large sometimes in games I think I think um the art of voice acting is really underrated and people Mm. think they can phone it in and it's it's the most it's certainly the most exposing it's really exposing yeah I think it is anyway but to answer the question about a good director and lovely Neil, well, Neil just came bounding up to me on day one. Didn't know who the fuck I was. Didn't matter. <laughs> you know, he just came up to me, made himself known, said welcome. Or, you know, just really led by example. Yeah. I mean, the answer is empathy. The answer is empathy, a good director. <laughs> because we are talking about, again, um, you know, um, uh, moving the recipient, whether that's the player or the audience, wherever we're moving them. They're not in front of us. You know, we're having, you really have to, to work well with your team and as i said it's a team of people as well all making you look good so you've got to get on well with them it's a long it's a hard road playing life as the dark urge though right that's that's a lonely life you know you might you might be one the one percent to make it but that's that's quite a gamble to make if you're just going to be an asshole on set you know but um he he just led by example and, and i found that because it's slightly closer to filming you've literally got cameras on you and you're they call you the talent which you know we all hate I think we all hate I don't like it uh but you know that's already by insinuation there's a pressure and I thought well if if they're gonna put me on the pedestal I'll I'll, I'll take that challenge and I'll make sure people get breaks on time you know and, and aren't dancing around me so much um and 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 that really good example of of of, of empathy and warmth and welcoming and so when new people came on board, whether they were crew or new actors, making them feel welcome, coming in with a good energy. And I think just overall, it was fucking great vibes in there. Like we had some, you know, by the time I entered, it was some real time pressure. Um, yeah. And they were always, you know, mocap suits drying on the side, freshly laundered, you know, ready to go again. It was it could be quite, quite hectic. And before you know it, like, you know, if you're not careful, you're just pumping people in and out of the system and. There's no connection. And, and I think, you know, particularly with this game where we are saying, look, you can you can make any choice and there are consequences and, and it doesn't just peter out. It has a real meaning to it. You have to I think you have to bear that in mind. So I think I think Neil was a great way to as a, as a gateway to the project to teach me how to behave and what's expected of me. And I think like we all have to come up to that level. But particularly when you have that privilege all of a sudden, like don't shit on people below you don't pull the ladder up like mm. you know, as I said, we're, the team, we're a team i won't accept so anything essentially instead of having a director who thinks he's here we're here we're both here yeah is that right i think so and i think the best the real the real the best directors and i'm talking about like film and tv where i, I know that world more they are on that level you know and, and it's all it's all a bit um 
Jedi monk shit, right? They're not. They are. They are much better than you. But they make you know. They make you feel that it's it's horizontal. I think that's that's right. healthy because it's psychological safety, isn't it? That's a known. It's a known phenomenon that that people don't need to have certain backgrounds in common, and that it's feeling safe with each other to to say what they want without consequences. I think that's really important. Have you, you always people... felt like that? You know, during over the years, or have you had times where you haven't quite felt like that? Oh, you know, some some big theater stuff. You're treading on eggshells the whole time. I don't like really. It. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you hear that so and so is abusive, and you're like, yeah, we all knew we couldn't say. <laughs> You know, the occasional yeah. story comes out. And I just mean like, I don't mean like in a Weinstein way. I just means like, it just makes it miserable for everybody yeah, else. Yeah. You know, and all that shit. And it's like, yeah, people are terrified. You know, there's no recourse and that. And there is, I mean, there is, there is, a, I mean, I quite like enjoy the hierarchy of actually director gets last say. I certainly don't want to be that asshole actor. <laughs> you go, no, I thought take two was better and you will be, you know, why? That's not, that is not my job. My job is to make an offering. And whether you like it or not, that's up to you. But that is. But that at is least take in your opinion, you know. Of course, but but, yeah. but actually, my opinion is my performance. It's not. Um, I would make the opinion known before. Let's put it that way. Like we come to an agreement. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, or yeah. I might, you know, very occasionally go. Look, can, can I just try? Because you know they're so sweet. I'll go. Can I try one more? And I'll do it. And I go. Yep. And I go. That, that's not making it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and very occasionally they'll be like, "All oh, right, yeah, I see where you're going. Let's explore that." You know. But if you're yeah. terrified of threats, again, you're going to get a very, I think you're going to get a very bland performance and everyone's miserable. Like, why, why, we, you know, we've got such weird conditions already. Why make ourselves miserable on top of it? Yeah. So did you watch the, did you watch that showcase they did and they showed a fair bit of that romance scene with you? And I'm just curious how you, <laughs> I, how I have you found watching the... yourself back? How's that process been for you? Yeah. So, so I watched all the panels from hell because I'm a horrible nerd, but I also like to really, you know, as I said with Hobbs Barrow, I, I delved into what do other people say about me? What is this world I'm in? Um, so I even, even if it's bad, you're, you're willing to take oh, yeah. yeah. Don't give a shit. As I said, I, I make an offering, and, and and so many people. I can always blame the director. They're not. They're not <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, if it's terrible, obviously blame the director, and literally everyone else. If but it's if good, it's, it's, great, you. it's just if it's, me. Yeah. I was on yeah. my own. Yeah, I had to really fight to, to get that. Yeah. So uh, um, yeah, I did. I did watch Panel from Hell, and um, everything was always a surprise. I don't warn you that they're showing anything. And I thought they moved on actually because there was because you'd never seen that. Sorry to cut you off. You'd never seen that footage before, right? Finalized. Right? No, and, and uh, Neil directed me on that. Neil directed that, and he also directed Bersex. So, you know, props to Neil. Iconic scenes that Neil got to direct there. Wow. He hit he, he goal. So he did, really did. So when, when actually when we did it, and they show, again, because it was an unusual one, I was sitting down, but I was talking, so I had to do the mocap. We had a little table and everything, and, and then they showed me what it would look like. And it was a starion, and I thought, oh, that is wonderful. I think a starion and Carl act together would just be hilarious. So we were on our own little date with with him doing the direction, and we knew it was whimsical, and, and we just went, fuck it, because we know there's, like, the other end of the romance, you know, that's happening. There's all that. Um, it's Minthara, you know, that's that's been out there for yeah. a while. So, yeah. so one, again, have the breadth of what's possible. Um, but... Um, no, so I did. I didn't know of what had happened. Is there was a community update that announced Carlac. It announced that there was another origin, and I was like, "They've moved on. They've moved on so fucking quick." Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. They showed a new pick, and people went, "Why isn't she scarred?" And they moved on. And um, I thought, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll watch panel from hell from a bit, I suppose, you know. And uh, <laughs> I, did, I was happily delighted. Um, I'm used to hearing my own voice back. 
Um, that's it's still weird, but it's okay. It's not as bad as watching myself back on film. That is horrific. I I can't do it. But um, why are you, my... why are you used to it again? Do you? I've just done a lot of audio. I've done a lot of audio. Oh, and I, right. I just yeah, love yeah. hearing as a, as a listener. I just love hearing how it comes out. And again, a lot of the time we 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 record in isolation, and then it's like a year when it comes out, and you forget. You forget that you recorded it nicer because they've done such a great job. So again, I just love the craftsmanship of that. So but the um, film yeah, side, it, you cringe. Oh, I can't. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And I think I think that's normal. <laughs> a lot I, mean, of I don't think that's usual. That, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're seeing it. You know, you, you don't experience yourself in, in that yeah. way. You're not talking about how you come up. And now you're there again. Nowhere to hide. You know, <laughs> like bloody hell, is that what I do? You know, all of that. You're watching. <laughs> You you zooming into the bits of yourself, and it's no good for anyone, doesn't? It? Yeah. So it was nice that you know Carlack is a, basically a seven foot supermodel. That was nice to look at. I was going, yeah, I, that's fine. But but what was really cool was to see. It sounds really wanky, but her breath, her movement, and her breath. Because I was like, shit, that's me. That's me. I did that. When you, I, I understand <laughs> when you say movement, but what do you mean by by breath? What do you mean by that? Literally, the tracking of her breathing in her chest and really? in her body. You know, I, that's what I'm focusing on. And that's a, it's a live, you know, an animation. I've done a great job because again, I think what I'm doing is making an offer. They don't have to do what I did, you know, again, spend a lot of money getting movement people to, but they don't have to use any of that stuff. You know, sometimes they don't. And that's, again, that's fine. Cause it's about what works for the scene. I'm just a, a puzzle piece. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Which is why I talk about that flatness. Um, yeah, so it was it was delightful, and, and there were whoops of joy. And then I also thought, oh, is that is that the scene you want to introduce her by? Because you've just said she's this badass, and all, and then you've shown yeah. that. And I was like, oh shit! And then yeah, to just be feral for a couple of weeks until I saw the opening uh, when you first meet her, whether it's with Will or not, and she's just a fucking badass. I was like, oh thank god, yeah, it's all right. And then there's a scene with Anders where she goes, I think we get a glimpse of what she might have been like under Zariel, where she just goes full on. Is that the one Mexican. where you rage? Yeah, the first time. And uh, yeah. it, 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 Anders is sick, to, like his people, the, the paladins of Tear, and they're not. And if you play paladin, you you get an inkling that they're lying. But I think otherwise they're pretty convincing. They're right. actually pretty convincing. And in yeah. EA, you couldn't, she was wounded and she's like, Can you help me? In this, like again, seven foot badass, she's like, Well, there's lots of them, one of me. So because I'm, you know, I'm a badass. <laughs> help me out. And she gets to confront him. And she gets, and this is very early on in the game with her. And she gets to confront him and she's like, I'm never going back. Yeah. And you see that for the very and she's actually quite dangerous. And she says, you know, there's a bit where she yeah. gets get out of the room. And you think, oh, yes. I've got time. You haven't got time. She kill you. Like people have been pissed <laughs> off that like, she's been TPK like over and over again. Like, no, you have to either put some sort of magic on yourselves or get fuck out of there because she's literally running up and down, smashing the room. And I was like, oh yeah, that's all right. That's all right. And they could have shown that Carlac, but they showed the really sweet one, um, which is a really specific, you know, romance path to get to. It's not default. None of these things that they showed are default. They're very specific. Uh... Yeah, my, a lot of people will probably never see that, eh? That, that's a possibility with games well, like that. That was this, like right? kind of I was like, oh, I've been sort of caught with my pants down. You know, I had Carlac, <laughs> but I'm like, Carlac wouldn't want people to see her like that. Gee. You know, it's well, yeah, you're right. I around thought. a bit. She's got a reputation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a private go moment. On dates. It's yeah. really private. It's really private. It's like the most intimate in a way, you know, because she, she, the, I've seen already this footage of people and the first night she's like, How's about it? <laughs> so there's an option where you don't go on cute dates. There's that option. And that's more like old Carlac, you know, because that's what she said she used to do. Yeah. So what would you say your most proud moment was on this 
I think it was just, just like feeling part of a really fucking hardcore team. It really is. I, I really yeah. believe in that. Like, some of the mocap engineers are so young. They're straight out of uni. They're in their early 20s, you know. Good on so them. Good. And they are so good. And I have so much respect for them. And um, they were kind enough to invite me to dinner a few times. And I was obviously not horrible enough to not invite back. So that was good. And I felt I had a bond with them and that we were making, you know, regardless of how it was received or whatever, like we'd made something decent. And as I said, it's that's that's my sphere of control, right? Is is yeah. not being an ass um and doing a fucking good job or as good as I can, um, and making it a pleasant place to work, you know. So I felt that was I felt really proud of that. And that was that was relatively early on and and, and that was great. So is that sad when it's all said and done? What's your emotions yeah, like when no, it was? There's no, there's no rap party. There's no like we're not, we're finishing at different points, and then they'll go. Oh, actually, we've got some retakes or whatever. So it, it doesn't. You don't know when. Of, it, yeah, it peters out, which is a shame. I think. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's no real. This is the end day, in gaming, really, and for no, actors. No, no, yeah. no. There's no big rap. You know, like you would on a film or, or whatever. So I think that's. A, I mean, and the and the, and the same with indie. You know, you go and you do your, your bit and you're done. Um. But but I've been on it so long, you know, and and same with the others. But we've got our own WhatsApp group. Oh, that's good. There's a scoop. All the companions nice. in the WhatsApp group. So you, you can, surely J.K. Simmons isn't in the WhatsApp group, right? He's not a companion. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right, companions. Yeah, only. we we actually didn't invite yeah, it's him. A private so. club of only. Sorry, J.K. But yeah, it's a private club for companions. But it's great. <laughs> Like it is like I love I love I would love to educate the actors that were there and tell them how big this thing is and and because you would you get people are like oh you know I just do the odd game and, that, and you're like you know this is massive do you know what game you you don't know what game you're in okay here's the poster for the game this is the game you're in write that down because <laughs> a lot of people you know no one's gonna there's hundreds of actors in a lot of these big games it's standard practice again you're a freelancer you, you come in you do your job you get out you probably don't know what game you're in. And then there's the horror stories that, you know, I found out when my trailer was played at GDC that I was the lead character in this AAA. Everyone has a story like that, and that's horrifying. So I was just a little bastard that I'd go around and go, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've always, wor- I've always worked it out, eventually. I've always worked it out. Yeah, I've always but you're, out. you're one of the smart <laughs> ones. You're one of the smart Start ones. asking around, is there a game in this yeah. genre that kind of looks like They can't get anything by you. I can already tell. I don't want to make it a challenge, bloody hell! Though. <laughs> I'd be too proud. But you know, I've got mates where I've had to go. You know, you are a you are a leading role in this, so just you know, make sure your agent sort of stays in touch with them and and make sure you get all the details when it comes out because people just don't know what they're in, and I think that's a real show. So, like the example I make is like you know, I've I auditioned for a Marvel film for like one liner cop with, with a gun, you know, <laughs> stop or I'll shoot. Yeah. But I know what film I'm in. I've signed the NDA and I know what film I'm in. Yeah. And I haven't even got the role, and I know what film I'm in. Like, why? Why is that different for games? So, yeah, without going down that old path, I'll just, I'll just put that out. No, there. I, I, you get better I, performances I, in the end. Like I said with the audition, the fact that I knew what this game was and I knew where that character fit in. I went and I went and found someone. Bless them. I think it was Spell and Shield. Did a video on like what's the Blood Wars and where does Karlak fit in? And I watched eight minutes of that and I went right. I know who she is now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the beauty of that that isn't it help it, yeah it i help. think that's crazy that we're feeding off each other <laughs> <We've got laughs> yeah. wild speculation and then the actors are like oh. 
<laughs> oh, this is what I'm doing. Right. Okay. But I got the when I got the role and, and heard Blood Wars and I didn't, I don't, I'm not deep into it enough to know all that lore. Just went and watched it and went, okay, now I know who I am. I'm pretty well, sure I've done law videos and then I've the actors spoken to me like and played back what I said in a law video. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the tip. The big tip I give the actors is like find out what the game is, watch what all the, yeah. the specialists have said about it. I'll save you a lot of a lot of time in the booth. Hey, have you have you played this game yet? Alas, I am a PS5 user. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> but as a so performer, you're yeah, I'm waiting. But 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 as a performer, obviously, I want to see how it's come out. But actually, what I am doing, I've noticed what I'm doing is I'm watching the Carl app because I just want to know how she's come out, and I'm not watching other characters' journeys yet. I don't actually really want to know. You selfish bastard! No. Yeah, right. <laughs> I own it completely. So you're you're literally you're typing in Carl any videos yours just to see the new scenes, yeah. I, I would yeah, do I just want to thing. see the cinematic. I yeah, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, all right. It's come out. Yeah, it's come out all right. I suppose. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, I was watching. I was watching uh, a few streamers play. But that that game is their game. It's not my. You know, that sounds really terrible. It's it's their version. And I, no. if I'm dipping in, I'm not. But yeah, she she fights like a hard fucker. So I'm really pleased about that. That's good. Party yeah. banter is hilarious. So I'm glad that because because again, yeah. it's isolated and done months apart, and it's. It's got a different tone to it, as I said, because it's pure voice acting. It's a different delivery. I've got to put more into that. It's obviously not going to come out of the body. So so just seeing how that all fits together, that's really fun. That's a really fun part. But, yeah, I do actually want to experience it as a player and see see what I choose and, and, and what happens. But I'll play. I love how people go in and go, oh, I'm going to romance this one. I'm, gonna... I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to see what happens. Hopefully there's a spot with You're not going to go in with a, I'm going to do this, this. You're just going to wing it. Yeah. Chaotic yeah. good, mate. <laughs> try, try and do good if people die as a result sorry so you don't know what class you don't know what oh no i'm going go. as bob i'm gonna i'm gonna oh, go yeah. As yeah 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 true like true actor mode right just yeah. pure she won't speak much as an origin right so it's not it's not too <laughs> self-indulgent and i won't be romancing myself right so there's that i might try and captain kirk it and just get through everyone i'm not sure they'll let me but i did my <laughs> Do that in Mass Effect too. It would piss them off, but there wasn't enough options recorded for there to be real consequences. But I managed to sleep with the entire crew. <laughs> I think I did the same thing. Oh man, uh, I'm ashamed to say. It's got to be done. It's yeah. my show, baby. That's it. <laughs> and so you, as we wrap up here, you much yeah. of a gamer. You said you played a bit of Mass Effect. What have you played on the PS5? Is there anything? That you've been playing recently, you probably been. How can you play when you're fucking getting home at 10 p.m. at night? I mean, hey, right. So yeah. whatever. Oh, I played. Um, I was playing Returnal quite a lot. Um, I know Jane, Jane Perry, Perry, and I really want to get to a storyline, but it's so hard, and I just hear her die a lot, and it's horrible. <laughs> but God, it's really satisfying. I'm. I just. I love it, and yeah, I, I think my tolerance for that pain is quite high. I've discovered I'm a real masochist. Um. The other one is um, a Ghost of Tsushima. I, I went to Japan during during making this, and I really miss Japan. <laughs> so... Yeah, I saw you in Japan. I'm I'm yeah. so jealous. I want to get down there. I've have never you not been. been? No, I'm thinking of going go. this January. Yeah, do it, Just do yeah. it. You'll love it. It's such like a for me anywhere. Culture when did shop. you go? Um, so I went in April of this year. 2023. 
Yeah, because I was told, right? I was told, right, you're going to 30 hours, right? Not 240, 30 hours, and you will be done by February. Okay, that's good, because I've already booked the trip ages ago, obviously before December, before I knew I was going to do this. Great, all fitting. So, yeah, <laughs> chaotic good. As I said. How long were you over there? Were you by yourself? Were you with... Just three weeks with my partner, and yeah. uh, we, we did it for a travel agency, and they... As you can imagine, we did all the train stuff, and so they did all the tickets for us and all the, the hotels, and it was it was worth it. I mean, absolute fortune. But you know, it was something again. I was just sitting on during lockdown. I was like, had you been and, before? Uh, or was this your first time? No, I've never been. I've never been. I think the furthest I've been. I'm just going up. It's always UK and um, sorry, uh, EU and uh, yeah. America is about as as far out of, of that comfort zone I've been. So I've never been out of the West before. And the three weeks was good? Good amount of time? Yeah. I mean, I could stay there forever. Yeah, I know. know, It's it's just so different. And I also knew people that had emigrated and I knew people... From uh, who had been in, who studied in London, who were Japanese, studied in London, and then, so we had a big old catch up. Oh, was, nice! Yeah, That's cool. it was really nice. Good That's people. Cool. Yeah, I saw them in daylight. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you wanted to shout out, or is there anything you wanted to say to the fans of Boulder Gate, Boulder's Gate Three, that have um, tuned in today? Um, I, I, I love all the good feedback. <laughs> so I love the <laughs> art. I love the artwork that that our characters oh, are doing. Yeah. And of course, people fell in love with Karlak's character model. So I, I was very much on how is she coming across. And now, of course, now they're hearing me act. I'm like backing off from opinion. <laughs> That's too scary. But I love uh, the idea that that might that performance might change the perception of who she is. I just love seeing the art. I, I can't draw to save my life. So I really respect the time and effort people put in into that particularly. But um, but yeah, I think. It's it's not unfair to say that the, the fans have made this game like they really have, and Larry have really listened, really listened, and put in that feedback. I think that's there's that real trust relationship between the two, and I think it's just gorgeous to see it on this scale. So um, mm. just yeah, keep on trucking, kids, because we <laughs> love it. And, and you know, I said we we you know as a performer, you love that back and forth. I love watching, um, I loved watching people playing Hobbs Barrow because it's the closest I'll get to an audience, even if they hate it, even if they're just sitting there blank and hating it. That is valid. It's an, you know, it's it's not again. It's my job to offer. It's to tell the story. It's not to be thought of as wonderful, although that's always good. But that's not that's not my, you know, it's it's to make that offering. I find it cathartic enough. So the fact that people have really taken it into their hearts, and the fact that Larian have come up to the levels of thirstiness of the audience, because it took me a couple of days to go. No, there's that scene. That's actually worse than the best. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait till wait till they find that bit. There's a what? <laughs> hold on. There's a scene worse than the bear. There are options you can take that maybe even I wouldn't take. With because someone's gone. What if we? What if we do that? And then they what say if yes. With they say yes. who? What at the end? <laughs> are you record, you're recording? No, 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 no. This has to, this has to be absolutely because I think once that's out, like people oh. are going to go the actual. <laughs> okay. But it's their own fault if you start asking to literally romance everything. This is what happens. Oh, now I'm so intrigued. <laughs> now I'm really we intrigued. Can talk, we can talk off camera if you like. That's absolutely. Oh, good. <laughs> that's so good. What do you um? What do you what do you hope people take away from your performance and the character? I mean, personally, as an actor, I hope people realize that how um versatile I am because I think I, you know, have played a range 
of of very different people whether it's i mean they're all pretty much fantasy but um within within these different genres of of that high fantasy to horror you know to horror and and um, everything in between to, to things set in space you know that uh, i want to work more essentially is is that would be nice that'd be a nice you know to be like a it's always nice to be employed. please please give them more work that's good we like that um yeah i hope they're moved i hope they 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 i mean i've been set up really nicely I, the writing was incredible what a gift of a role I mean, you know, what an opportunity. So I hope I've really, I've done her proud. Um, but I yeah. think she's well written enough. I'm happy for her to go and do her thing. And I I, I also, I, and Larry and have done a great job. Like We've got to give them props and the devs Absolutely. and everyone. I mean, it's unbelievable what they've done. Mm. They've really listened, as you said. And I I respect that they, I believe Neil said that, you know, adding that non-binary option took a lot of actual, you know, that costs a lot of money. I believe he said something like that. Like it wasn't just something you could just, you know, half ass. Yeah, yeah. So there was, I think, I think a good example of, of that is um, everyone will address you uh, in in it as as male, female, or non-binary. So you've got to record every person who could possibly gender you. You have to maybe find that actor again and get them in. And I think that might be what he's talking about because by right. the time it was, yeah, 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 it was he, she, there, right? It was bam, 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 and it was great. Um, and I think there's a bit where in in the panel for male where they showed the the meeting the friend in the street and I'm in a relationship with the darker because you know why not he's gorgeous and I said he's gorgeous and I did like isn't she gorgeous and aren't they gorgeous and it's all, it's all there and and um, it's all in the programming it's all ready to go and if that makes if that it helps the immersion then then bring it on. Yeah, wow. Hey, thank <laughs> you so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it, and we can follow you on fun. Twitter. That's yeah. it. Anything else? I'm thinking about things. <laughs> I'm. Uh, well, you I'm let me know. Up. You let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on. I'm on Twitch, but I'm not. I'm not broadcasting. I'll probably put it up on Twitter if I am. Um, I'll probably do the mass migration to whatever it is if and when Twitter stroke X falls over. But I don't know what that is yet. So you know. Oh, sorry. This? It's not Twitter. It's X now. It's I X. Forgot. I'm not calling it X. Shit. I'm yeah, not calling it X. I'm not, I don't want to call it X. Fuck <laughs> him. <be> honest. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you, you now, but as we end here, is, is it possible that we can hear Carlac one more time? Can she say something to Dan to wrap this one up? Got to think, like what sort of Carlac you want? There's many different Carlacs. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, which yeah. Carlac do I want? I mean, look, whatever one you're willing to give us, I'm happy <laughs> with, because I like all versions of you, Samantha. Okay. Mm. I was looking for a friend. Maybe that could be you. Is an actual line that I remember doing. <laughs> I think there I'm just going to go around telling people to kids to clean their teeth and be go to bed at the right time. I'm up for that. <laughs> Saturday, you know, that real appeal with the swearing. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sam. And we will do this again, I'm sure, very, very soon. <laughs> thank you.